This is the Dafyomi Masechta review, Masechta Yavamas, tape number two. This review is only meant for people who learn Dafyomi on a regular basis or those who have learned through the Masechta. It is the goal of this review to be as accurate as possible in summarizing the highlights and key kalalim of Masechta. However, it is possible that on occasion something will not be reflected correctly. For subscription information, call us toll-free at 1-888-DAFYOMI or write Dafyomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of Rav Moshe ben Yontav Rubin, Zechron Levracha. Our Maggit Shir is Rabbi Menachem Elia Pfeiffer of Yeshiva Tells Alumni, Riverdale, New York. We begin on the Mishnah on Daf Gimel Amad Aleph. The Mishnah tells us that there are six Arayis whose relation to a man being from the father's side will not only prevent him from marrying her, will also make it impossible for them to have been married to, to his brother. Therefore, they will never fall to Yibam, and therefore the Tzaris will always be Mutter. As we explained earlier in the parak, the only reason why a Tzaris Erevis is Osir is because since the Ereva makes the Tzara Potter from Yibum, she remains in Eshesach. These six women who cannot be married to this man's brother will not Asir the Tzara. The Mishnah also tells us that there's a Machloikis Beishamah and Beisil actually on the Din of Tzaris Ereva. Although Beisilel Asir Tzaris Ereva as we have learned till now in the Perak, Beishamah held the Tzaris Ereva is Mutter. Despite that, the Mishnah tells us Beishamah and Beisilel intermarried. And as the Gemara later explains, Beishamah would tell Beishilel if a woman or children came from a marriage of Tzaris Erva. Similarly, the Mishnah tells us in regard to the dinim of Tuma and Tahara, they would, Beishamah and Beishilel would borrow Kalim from each other, although they had differences of opinion in cases of Tuma and Tahara. Again, Beishamah would tell Beishilel if a Kali is one of questionable background in regard to Beishilel Shita. The Gemara tells us in the name of Shim ben Pozi that the reason for Beishamai is based on a Posik in Parshas Kiseitzei by the Parsha of Yibum. The Posik says, And Beishamai translates that Posik that there is a Yuvama who's a Chutza, who is an outsider, which tells us that there's another woman married to the man who is an insider. Insider referring to the fact that she's related to the brother. And Beishamai uses this Posik to teach him that when there is a woman who's related to the live brother, the other woman is Mutter. Rava offers a different explanation of Beishamai and uses the klal of Ein Isr Chal Al Isr. Now it will depend upon which Isr came first to understand this klal of Ein Isr Chal Al Isr. If, let's say we have Ruvain and Shimon, Ruvain would eventually die. If Ruvain married a woman who was already usher to Shimon, the Isser of Eishas Ach would not be Chal on that woman. Therefore, the Tzara of this woman would be considered Shaloi B'Maka Mitzvah. In a case where the Isser Eishas Ach came first, where Ruvain married, let's say, Rochel, and afterwards, Shimon, his brother, married Rochel's sister Leah, where the Isser Eishas Ach came first, there, the Isser Ach would not be Chal. Ruvain's wife will not be Mutter to Yibum because... The Isra Achisisha is mitla tali v'koy, as the Gemara explains later, and Taisvis says here. That means that if we be matter the Isra Achisach, she would become an Achisisha. Therefore, we do not remove the Isra Achisach. But the Tzara will be mutter.
because she's not a Torah service, she's a Torah of an Eishasach. The Gemara then goes on to the sugya of Leisis Kaidudu. Here it's interesting, Reish Lakas br- br- brought up a question of Leisis Kaidudu in regard to the mitzvah of Kriyas Megillah, which is allowed to be done in different cities at different times. The Mishnah Megillah tells us that small villagers could lane the Megillah on an earlier date. Why is this allowed? It should be an issue of Leisis Kaidudu. Leisasu Agudas Agudas. Klal Yisrael cannot be broken up into groups. Rabbi Yechanan answers him, why didn't you ask this question previously in the Mishnah in Psachim, which discusses the din of doing Malacha on Erev Pesach? There also there's different Minhagim. Resh Lakish answers, by differentiating between differences in opinion of Halacha and of Minhag. The Karen Ayurah says here that this question as to whether Lysis Kaidu applies by Minhag or only by halacha, is actually a machlekes rishayim. What is the reason for leisis kaidudu? Rashi says leisis kaidudu will make the Torah look like there are two separate parts to it. If people follow different halachas, it seems like two Torahs. This, we could say, is only true when there's a difference of opinion in halacha. As far as minhagim are concerned, they wouldn't look like by two Torahs if different places are different minhagim. The Rambam, though, in Perak Yudbeis from Hilchas Habayizar Alach Yedalad, learns that the problem of Leisus Kaidudu is because that it brings to Machlekes. According to this reasoning, the Karen says the same would apply even by Tumen Hagim. The Gemara Lamaskana comes out that when there are two Batei Dinim in one city, it is nothing wrong with the people following the different Psokim of the different Batei Dinim. Only when there's one based in, in one city, there it's wrong for there to be a split Imen Hagim. And that's where we have a problem if in the same shul there are people doing different minhagim in regard to wearing tefillin or keeping the meaning of Sri Sa'imah. On Daf Yudalad, the Gemara tells us a machlekes whether Beishamai did their own shita, whether they followed their own words, or did they follow the shita of Beishilal who had the right. The Gemara tells us that a Baskoil had gone out and had said that Allah is like Beishilal. Nevertheless, it is possible to say that Peshamai followed their shita because Rabbi Yeshua says, Ein machkichin bebaskel. Torah is lab bashamayimhi. We do not follow a psak of shamayim. Torah must be decided on this world. The Gemara quotes interesting cases of different mekaymas that followed the meaning of their rov. In the city of Rabbeliezer, they would cut wood on Shabbos in preparation to, to make a brismila knife for a brismila which would take place on Shabbos. This would follow Rabbi Yezir's shita that even the hachonis for a brismila are on Shabbos. And Taisus points out they would purposely do this because of chib of mitzvah. In the town of Rabbi Yezir Aglili, they would cook meat of a bird with milk because he darshan b'chalei to only include such meat which is of an animal which produces milk. The Gemara tells us that despite the fact that the machlekes of Beishama and Beishilel in regard to Tzaras Erevah is such a serious one because children of a marriage of a Tzaras Erevah to a Yavim, according to Beishilel, are Mamzerim. Nevertheless, Beishamai and Beishilel intermarried. And the, the, the Gemara quotes the Pusik, Ho'emes v'hashalom ohavu. And the Gemara tells us that Beishamai would tell Beishilel if a child was born from this marriage. The Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yechen and Ben Nuri had a Gavaldiga Eitzah to end this problem between Beishamah and Beishilel. Rabbi Yechen Ben-Nuri suggested 
that a takana be made that chalitza should be given to every tzara serva. This way, the woman who received chalitza would now be mutal l'shuk l'fi beishamay. And l'fi beishilel, there'd be no problem of mamzerim since she would never marry her yavam. Lamaisa, the Gemara at the beginning on Daf Tesvav tells us that the takana never went through nitrafa and mentions an interesting objection that Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel had against Rabbi Yechim ben Nuri's takana. He said that those tsaris that are already married l'shuk, if they would do chalitza, they would become mo'us in the eyes of their husband and it would be against the grain of the Pasuk in, Pasuk in, in Parak Gimel, in Parak Gimel and Mishlei, which says, The Gemara goes on, on Dav Tesvav, to tell us many different machlekes in between Beishamai and Beishilel, and each time trying to prove that Beishamai followed the Shita, Lamaskana, the Gemara proves from many different places that Beishamai holds like their own Shita and followed their Shita too. Interestingly, the Gemara and Daftazayim begins with the story of four great Tanayim, Rabbi Eliezer ben Azayah, Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Akiva, who visited the fourth Tana, Rabbi Deisa ben Hurkinus, whom they had heard had been Mater Tsaras Habas, following the Shita of Beishamah. When they came to visit him, Rabbi Deisa ben Hurkinus clarified to them that it was not him, but rather his brother who had been Mater and he warned them that his brother had 300 proofs to prove that he was right and that Tzaras Habas was actually Mutter. The Rochaner explains that despite all his riots, we still follow the Shita of Basilel because Rabdeisib and Hurkinus was made that he heard from Chagah Hanavi that Tzaras Habas was actually Osir. In that same Gemara, the Gemara quoted two other dinim from Chagah Hanavi. Haganavi told us that the lands of Ammon and Moab were not re-sanctified by the Oile bubble. The Kedusha, which the Bnei Yisrael had put upon the lands of Ammon and Moab when they first conquered their lands at the time of Yeshua when they entered Eretz Yisrael, that Kedusha left and the Oile bubble did not re-sanctify it in order that that land should be allowed to be worked on Shemitah years so that the Aniyim of Klal Yisrael would be able to get Maeser Oni and the other Matnasaniyim from that field. Another din that Chagah was made on, to accept Gerim from Karduyin and Tamudin. These were peoples whose backgrounds were questionable, and we actually were afraid that their children were Jews, but Mamzerim. In this sugya also we find the Machlokes, whether Eved and Akum Habo Abbas Yisrael, a Goy or an Eved Knani that comes upon a Jewish woman. What is the status of the child. One mandama says, Havlad Mamzer. One mandama says the child is a Mamzer. While another mandama says that the child is Kosher. And in that mandama who says that the child is Kosher, there's a difference of opinion in Rishonim. The Tesis here would seem to indicate that the child is Kosher only means that the child is considered a Goy. Kosher refers to the fact that he could be Megayer and enter the Jewish nation. This is actually... Saiser or Taisus later on, on a later daf. Other Rishayim also disagree with Taisus. This is the Psak and Shulchan Aruch, the evident that Akam Abbas Yisrael, the Vlad is kosher. Interestingly, the Gemara there on Daf Tazayin and relates that when the Goyim entered the Heichel, Amon and Moyov did not run to get the Jewish money. Rather, they ran to the Sefer Torah and burnt it, saying, Is this the Sefer? 
in which it's written, They burnt the Torah. The Gemara and Daftazayin ends with a memory of Rabbi Yehuda Amrav Asi, an startling statement he makes. If a guy is Mekadish about Yisrael, we are Khoshish, we are suspicious, and we suspect that perhaps his Kedushin actually is Chal. Perhaps that guy is actually one of the lost ten tribes of Klal Yisrael. The Gemara at the end ends up saying that this is only true in a place where they were very prevalent. At the end of the parak on Daf Zayin, the Gemara tells us that when a city of Tarmoid, which was filled with Mamzerim, will be destroyed, Kalal Yisrael will rejoice with the Yom Tov. We begin now, Perak Ketzer, Eishas Ochid, on Daf Zayin, Amal Al, the Mishnah. The Gemara starts with the case in the Mishnah of Eishas Ochid, Shlehoya by Lamai, when Ruvain dies and Levi, a third brother, is born before Shimon was Miyabim, the wife. Levi will always be also to marry the wife of Ruben, as Eishas Achiv, Shleihaya, by Lamed. The Gemara tells us that this din of Eishas Achiv, Shleihaya, by Lamed is learnt out from the Pasik, Ki Yeshvu Achim Yachtov, the Pasik by Parsha of Yibum. Ki Yeshvu Achim tells us that they must have had Yeshiva Achas, Ba'ilam. The Gemara continues that the word Yachtov teaches us that we're only referring to brothers who are miyuchadim benachla, who are joined by having the same father, and therefore would be Yerush together. Rabba says that this is learnt out, achva achva mibnei Yaakov, shava, just like the achim by bnei Yaakov were brothers from the same father, so to the brothers in the Pasuk of Kieshu, achim yachtov, refers to brothers from the same father. The Gemara quotes Rabhuna Amarav, that Shemeris Yavim Shemesa Mutter Ve'ima. A girl who had fallen to Yibum and then dies, the Yavim may marry her mother. Morris explains that Rav, Rav, Rav holds Ein Zika, that this mitzvah, which is Mechaev, a Yavim, to marry the wife of his dead brother, does not connect him with that woman in any way until he does Yibum. And therefore, when she dies, he is Mutter to marry her relatives. The Gemara quotes Rav Yehuda, who disagrees with that, and says that Shemeris uh, Yavim that dies, the Yavim is also to marry her mother, because he holds Yesh Zika. The Gemara tells us that the Mandamar Ein Zika holds, even if there's only one brother that she falls to, and clearly he has the mitzvah to be her. And Rav Yehuda, who says Yesh Zika holds, even if there's two brothers, there is still a Chiyuv, there is still a connection of Zika. The Gemara tells us that Rabbah says that that din is learnt out Achva Achva Bibnei Yankov. Just like the children of Yankov were brothers from the same father and not from the same mother, so too the Mitzvah Yibum will only be from brothers from the same father, not brothers from the same mother. The Gemara tells us the Machlekes of Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda. Rav Huna says in the name of Rav, Shemeris Yavim Shemesa Mutter Be'ima. That if a person has a Yavama that had fallen to him to Yibum and she dies, he is allowed to marry her mother. This would prove that Rav holds Ein Zika. 
that this drawer, which is mechayev, a man to marry the wife of his late brother, does not form any connection between him and the girl. Therefore, if the girl dies, he is muta to marry her mother. On the other hand, Rabbi Yehuda holds that if his Yavama dies, he is not allowed to marry her mother. And this would show us that Rabbi Yehuda holds yesh zika. The Gemara goes on to tell us that the din of Rabbi Huna, that he says ain zika, is even when she only falls to one brother. Where it's clear that that is the Yavam who must be Miyabmer. And Rabbi Yehuda who says yesh zika would hold so even when she falls to two brothers. The Gemara asks on the Manda Amr from our Mishnah at the beginning of the parrot that mentioned that when Shimon does Maimer to the Eshazach of Shlahoy by Lamai, then Shimon dies, Shimon's wife will also be usher to Levi. The Gemara asks if we hold Yeshzika, Shimon's wife should be usher to Levi even if he had not done Maimer because there's a connection between his wife and Ruben's wife, because Ruben's wife had been zaki to him. And the Gemara says that the Mandama Yeshika would answer that the reason why the Mishnah said Maimer was only to show that we don't hold like Beishamai. Beishamai holds that Maimer connects the Yavam to the Yavama with a Kenyan Gomer and would make Shimon's wife usher even for Chalitza. And therefore it says Maimer to tell us that we don't agree to Beishamai and we hope Rather, we hold that even after Maimer was done to Aishas Ruvain, Shimon's other wife will still need Chalitza because she is not a Tsaris Erva Midaraisa. The Gemara introduces the term Osir Levatel Mitzvah Yevaman. And the Gemara explains that in a case where two sisters fall to two brothers for Yibum, the two brothers will not be allowed to be Miyabim, the two sisters. Now, according to Mandama Yeshika, that's Pashit, because each one is Usr with the din of Even Lafida Manda Amar, Ain Zika, they will not be allowed to do Yibum. Why? Because we are Khashish. If Ruvain would do Yibum to one girl, perhaps Shimon would die. And now Ruvain would not be able to do Khalitza or Yibum to his wife's sister. Therefore we tell them to do both Khalitza. Rashi points out. Why can't he do Chalitza and let the other brother do Yibum? That's just because of Ixera. Perhaps he will do Yibum. Gemara says that there's actually a Tanoim whether we worry about the Isser of Bittel Mitzvah Yivaman. Rab Meir, who, is chay, who holds us Levat Mitzvah holds that we have to be Chayshish even for a possibility of Isser Bittel Mitzvah Yivaman, where Rabbi Gamliel doesn't hold of it even when it's a Vadai Bittel Mitzvah Yivaman. The Gemara tells us that this Shita of Rav Yehuda, of Yesh Zika, is not from his Rebbe Rav, rather from his other Rebbe Shmuel. In other words, we would rather learn that Rav Yehuda is not disagreeing with Rav Huna who said Ein Zika. As to what Rav held, rather Rav Yehuda was quoting Shmuel, and Shmuel argued with Rav. And the Gemara backs this by bringing a Raya that Shmuel holds Yesh Zika. The second Mishnah in the Perik, Dafyut Ches Amid Beis, the Mishnah quotes a different case of Eishasach of Shalai where Levi, the third brother, was born after Shimon had already been Miyabain, Ruvain's wife. In this Mishnah, Rab Shimon says that 
Levi may be Miyabim, Ruvain's wife, when Shimon will die. The Gemara begins with Rabbi Ishiyot saying that Rabbi Shimon actually argued on the first Mishnah too. He just waited for the Chacham to finish their words. Which means that Rabbi Shimon holds whether Levi was born before Shimon was Miyabim, Ruvain's wife, whether Levi was born after Shimon was Miyabim, Ruvain's wife, in either case, when Shimon dies, now Ruvain's wife has fallen from a new husband who was living at the same time as Levi. Levi will be allowed to be Miyabim, Ruvain's wife. The Gemara asks, Kashas on and Andaf Yutes Amal Aleph, the Gemara comes out, Lamaskana, that Rab Shimon only disagrees with Rabbanon in the second Mishnah. In the case where when Levi was born, he found the wife of Ruvain already married to Shimon. In that case, we say that he is allowed to marry Ruvain's wife when Shimon will die. Because in this case, when Levi came into the world, he found her Behatera while she was married already to, to Shimon, who already was alive when he was, he was Ba'ilamek. The Gemara quotes the Sheet of Rab Shimon, who learns out from the word Litzror, that if two sisters fall to one brother, Midaraisa, he is not allowed to marry either one of the girls. Bishash and Nasut Saris Zulazu, they are also to him Midaraisa, and they will not need Chalitza or Yibum. And Dafyu Tesam Advays, the Gemara quotes Amachlekis, Chachamim, and Rebbe. If someone is, is, does maimer to his yavama without her consent, Rabbi says he is kind to her, the Chachamim say he is not kind to her. The Gemara explains, Rabbi compares maimer to Yibum, since maimer is an act of Kiddushin to a yavama. Therefore Rabbi says, when you do this act of Kiddushin to yavama, it follows the world, the rules of Yibum. Yibum works even Balkarcha. The Chachamim say, since you are doing Kedushin to this Yivama, you must follow the rules of Kedushin, and therefore you must have her consent. And this is how the Psach Halacha remains in Shulchanar. Tafyutesam Beis ends with the Gemara explaining that the Chachamim who disagree with Rab Shimon and say that Levi is also to marry the wife of Ruvain who was Shalei by Lamai even though he was born after Shimon had married her, it's because the Pasik says, that even after Shimon was Miyabim, Ruvain's wife, it's still Yibubin Harishainim Aleha. She's still reckoned as the wife of the late brother Ruvain. The Gemara Davchaf Amen Aleph. The Gemara explains that there actually is two different references in the Pasik. Ulakakalisha would seem that as soon as you're Miyabin, no longer is she considered a Yavama. And this is Nagea Lahalakha, that if a man is Miyabim a woman, and then divorces her, we allow him to take her back. And we don't say that at this point she's an Aisha's Ach without Mitzvashivim. Here rather we say, Ulakakalisha, she becomes like a regular wife who you're allowed to marry back after you divorced her, as long as she has not married someone in the interim. The Gemara explains that the Yibma is used in the case where there is some Isser, the case of while the is used in the case of total Heter. Mishnah Tavchaf Amad Aleph gives us a general cloud. 
Any woman who is an erva patters her tzara from chalitza and from yivam. A woman who is only an iser mitzvah, which is an iser dirabonon, or an iser kedusha, chayve lavin, the tzara will need chalitza but not yivam. The sister of the yivama who is an erva, who falls at the same time as the erva, since there is no iser of chayisku kasei, will either have chalitza or yivam from the brother. <coughs> the Gemara explains the term Isser Mitzvah because Abai explains it's a mitzvah l'shmaya divrei chachamim. That's why an Isser Drabanan, which is called Shniyos, is called Isser Mitzvah. Isser Kedusha is referring to a loisase, like Almana Lakayin Gadol, and it's called that based on the Pasuk of Kedashim Yiu Lelekeim. The Gemara quotes the exact opposite usage of terms from Rabbi Yehuda in Abraisa. It's a mitzvah he considers a loisa say like almanul kohen gadol based on the pasuk eilah mitzvus, which is at the end of sefer vayikram, and an isid rabbon and a shnia is called a kedusha, based on what Rava says kadesh atzmucha b'mutalach, that a person should sanctify himself by accepting upon himself extra gedorim and answering things which are mutam in This is actually the makara of the gzeris rabbonon of shnias. The Chachamim erected fences to protect the Torah and thereby add Kedusha to a person's life. The Ramban in Parsis Kedoshim ala Torah says that actually every person is responsible on himself to accept upon himself to live a life of Kedoshim. And one should not be a novel Bershus Torah, which means someone who follows the letter of the law but ignores the spirit of the law. And there are times when things must be prohibited Midrabonon, or a person not upon himself, in order to protect himself from coming to an Issa Deiraisa. The Gemara explains that the example of Ammanulakai and Gadol, given in the Mishnah as an Isra Mitzvah, sounds like it's Usr, Bain Hanesuim, Bain Minaerisim, whether this Almana was already married to the dead brother, or if she only had Kiddushin. Now, by Nesuin, the Kain Gadol is prohibited from marrying her because of an Isr Asay and Alois Asay. And there we have a Klal, Ein Asay, Doich Alois Asay, Vasay. There we can understand why she is Usr to be Misyabemis. Why can he not be Miyabim and Amonim in her There, Lachar, we should say, Esa Doich Alois Asay. The Gemara goes to Narichas, and the Maskana remains on the Amid Beis. Rabbah says that actually it's only Xayra Drabanon, Xayra Bia Rishayna. Otu bia shnia, because the mitzvah of yibum is only with the first bia. There, the asay would be doicha, the lois asay of almana lekayin gadol, but the bia shnia would be neseres, and therefore the chachamim asserted yibum totally and said that he should only do chalitza. Davchav aleph, amen aleph. The Gemara says a klal of Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish says the only time we say. And I say is doicha alois say is when the only way to be mekayim the say is by being doicha the lois say. If that's the case, lechayra by yibum we should never say as the lois say because it's shayach always to do the mitzvah of chalitza. Then why does it say that if someone is over an alois say, the brayser tells us he's over and is miyabim the yivama? The halacha is imbalu kanu. Would that be a raya connected reshlakish? The Gemara says not necessarily because Chalitza the Makam Yibum Lav Mitzvahi.
compared to Yibum, Chalitza is not considered a mitzvah. Some learn that that means Chalitza is only like a get. It's not a kiyum ha-mitzvah. It's only a ptur. It patters the woman l'shuk. While other mefarshim explain that Chalitza is actually a mitzvah, but b'mokam Yibum, compared to the mitzvah of Yibum, it is not considered as having been mekayin the mitzvah of Yibum. Rava tells us that there's a hint to the din, the Rabbanon of Shnias in the Torah, because the Isur Arayis in the Torah are referred to Toyevois Ha'el, which would seem to indicate that these are the Ale, the Shvera Averis. While there are more lenient Isurim, this is hinting to the Shnias. The Gemara says, the shame Rabblevi, that the Einish, the punishment for someone who cheats and waits when he sells matters in his store, is more shmer than the punishment for Arayis. Because by Arayis the word ale is used, which though it indicates a hard Avera, a harsh Avera, does not have the same strength as the word Ela, which is used by the Isser of cheating and whites. Rashi explains that the Chaymer of this Avera, of cheating and whites, is because Tshuva is so difficult to do. Because one does not know who he stole from and returning it is almost impossible. This despite the fact that the Gemara tells us that if someone stole from the Rabbim, he should try to donate money for public use, that's only the best he could do, but not necessarily a tshuva shalayma. The Gemara goes on to list eight of the shniyas, which eventually will total to a number of 16. And the Gemara makes the following interesting statement. A stepson's wife is mutter to his stepfather after of course he has divorced her so the Gemara says that the wife of the stepson could say to her stepfather I am mutter to you but my daughter is also to you and that is because the daughter of a stepson would be bas benoi shel ishtoi the daughter of the son of his wife which is also to a person but the wife of a stepson is actually mutter there's not even an Isidra Bonon on that woman. The Gemara actually says that the same would be true of a second wife of a father-in-law. She is mutter, but her daughter, the man's sister-in-law, is...